0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
1: Catch and shoot three on the way. Yes, sir! Welcome to the NBA!
2: Brandon Miller. Cross into the area, headed onward. Save Kalina! ball. Pick and roll with Mark Williams. Goes up with the right hand. Bank shot. Good. Got it And a foul it.
1: It's free.
3: Charlotte, who made the play. Young for the this is Charlotte Sports Today with your host, Jeff Rickard.
2: For the rest of the week, this is the rest of the week. Grace, you've made it. All three days, no problems getting up. Now you're already on my clock again. you got to go back to work and work late tonight. How are things going for you?
3: Yeah, I was just telling Anthony here, I, it's been nice being up, but this, I think, today will be the real test to see, because I've been up early, and Wednesday, Thursday, I didn't have to do my show, so we'll see if I make it to my show tonight.
2: Well, we appreciate you, and a little bit later on, we'll check in on Mac, who's been basically just drinking his way through his family and his vacation, <laughs> and sharing it on social media, which is always fun. we got a lot to talk about, and we'll talk about the Hornets who just can't win a game or keep people healthy to save their lives, and we can talk about a nice back-to-back win for the uh, Hurricanes. Uh, every time I turn around, Sebastian Ajo is doing something special, and that was the case again last night. Uh, we can talk about getting ready for the Jacksonville football game. We'll do that over the next couple of hours. But I- I've got to say something that I wanted to say yesterday, but we kind of got sidetracked. Like, why are why is anybody mad at a bowl game if it involves two teams that maybe aren't dominant and maybe they're hanging around the bottom of the top 25 and it's a football game on a Thursday night that we otherwise might not have. Why, why is anybody mad about it? I understand if you don't want to watch it and it's not your thing. That's great. But why are so many people mad about it?
3: Yeah, I mean, I think we kind of touched on it a little bit yesterday where I, I think it's the bowl games that have a random sponsor. It's a random name. It's like the old Oprah Winfrey meme of you get a bowl game, you get a bowl game. Like when you ha- when you're having – when the standard is lowered – when it it's not even like a 6 wing football team anymore i think that's what drives people away because then it's like well what it, what is the standard but yeah when well, it's, it's a, a when it's a good matchup yeah i get it but for non-sports people i i can see their side of it
2: well then don't watch but i don't understand why people have to like i've seen people like just mad about it on social media and i'm like okay it's a lot of negative energy to what a, you really what a privilege what a privilege
3: that we are in a time where we can be mad about a football game <laughs>
2: That's what I'm talking about. Like, we have 12 to 14 weeks of college football every year out of 52 weeks. So what if there's a few bowl games along the way that aren't the top-ranked teams that are both undefeated or whatever? I enjoyed why wa- I'm not going to lie. Not only did I enjoy watching the Pop-Tarts game last night in the second half when North Carolina State at least made it competitive, but that was a brilliant marketing scheme. Like Pop-Tarts, I mean, I'm all in on the Pop-Tart Bowl, man. And the the little Pop Tart mascot going down into the toaster, and then on the other end, a real big, huge Pop Tart coming out. That's marketing genius right there.
3: One hundred percent. And honestly, I, I mean, we followed it just because NC State was playing in it. But like, none of us care about Kansas State. I would say, but the whole storyline of this ball game was about the Pop Tarts. Like, you didn't hear anything about the two teams really going into this game it was just oh there's a live mascot how's that gonna work oh and then it was what flavor is the pop tart as if anybody cared about that oh it's not being revealed until after the game and the and the teams devour it it was just it's stupid but it's it's genius
2: and duke's mayo i'm not a big mayo guy i'll put a little you and i talked about this yesterday i'll put a little bit on my sandwich whatever that's fine i'm not anti-mayo but it's not my thing but talk about another brilliant marketing thing. I mean, that entire game was a three-hour commercial for Duke's Mail, the things that they had the announcers doing, the things that they'd cut away to. I mean, those those are two products that I think got their money's worth out of what they were trying to do.
3: Yeah, and I think it also is one of the – you hear marketing people all the time talk about how do we – especially especially with football, how do we make the game more appealing or more interesting – to the non-traditional fan base. Like not everybody can have Taylor Swift showing up to their games. So this is the college football version of, of doing that. And it's great for great for these, these companies like whoever is the marketing head of marketing for pop tarts job, well done. Yeah.
2: Uh, speaking of job, well done. I got to give a little bit of a shout out uh Mac and bone for the fourth quarter in Charlotte, the number one ranked men's show in in all of Charlotte. How there about that? Go. How about that?
3: Congratulations, guys! That's they, awesome.
2: They did it last year at this time. They've they've repeated it. They've had several months along the way with their number one, but for the entire fourth quarter, they're the number one radio show for men in the in the city of Charlotte. So that's good stuff. And uh, as as a station, we we were number two. That's awesome. Congratulations! Which is pretty good. I think Ka- I Kyle
3: the- Bailey too. I think he he posted something last night that his show yeah.
2: was top drive home or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's doing well. Kyle's done done well. I was going to talk about that with Kyle a little bit later on, but yeah.
3: Dude, <laughs> and we we ruined it having me on in the in the morning. No. <laughs> we not Grace really, well,
1: not you know all, what? Man. Grace is Grace is on the news. She likes to break some news. So there you go. Good job, Grace. There you go.
2: <laughs> so, that's what's going on. Um, but I thought I'd do that. And like I said, we'll check in on Mac and how he's been spending his little Christmas break, his holiday break. Basically, Getting sauced with his mom is what it looks like. Anthony, is that kind of what's going on?
1: Yeah, yeah. This was the plan all along. So he had said that he wanted to try Hennessy uh, on the air. A listener sent him a bottle of Hennessy, and him and his mother tried it the other day. Now, the problem is is that the Hennessy video, the the quality, um, apparently this was taken on a phone back in, I think it may have been taken on one of the backpack cell phones that you used to have back in the 90s. Um, Now, the one that he had last night where they drank the Sycamore IPA, much better video quality uh, from Mac. Uh, And yeah, Mama Mac, uh, apparently she is uh, excited about trying certain types of liquor. So uh, this was pretty cool.
2: All right. I'm so just looking.
3: I'm, I'm on his Twitter now watching this video. Oh, my God. And he's got the Penn State shirt
2: We'll get on. the audio from it in a little while. But, I mean, basically this show, which is the last one before uh, the New Year's, it, it might be about just Pop-Tarts, Hennessy, and IP. That might be it.
3: Are you a Hennessy guy? I don't drink. Oh,
1: never mind. Are you a Hennessy no. girl?
2: <laughs> Apparently. Good, did you hear yes, the little hope? Possibly. She was kind of hopeful that I would say yes there. Did you notice that? Anthony, I,
3: I feel like Jeff, so I just feel alone. like we don't need to go down that For path that on morning sports talk radio.
1: Jeff has got to be I'm trying to think what type of liquor Jeff would your
2: Jeff's Jeff's definitely a wine guy, right? I like having some, I like having some really nice red occasionally with dinner, maybe once or twice a month. Look at, look at I me will have, here. I will have an IP every once in a while. I don't mind beer every once in a while. Okay. See, I'm Is not
3: that, a big, I don't, I'm not a beer drinker. Like I, you know, it's funny. I will crave one like first game, first baseball game of the season. I walk in there and I want a hot dog and I want a beer. It's the weirdest thing ever because I will never want either of those two things outside of the outside of a ballpark,
2: <laughs> outside of a ballpark. I yeah, really. like,
3: I, like I just won't like I'm not a big hot dog person or beer, but it's just the, were smell you, uh, of the ballpark. And it's were like you okay. a
2: bit of bar, a bit of a partier in college. Uh No. No, okay. No,
3: I mean, I was, I was social, but it just wasn't. Yeah. I mean,
2: you know, you, you red cup that every once in a while, though, right?
3: <laughs> okay, I don't know if this is going to be an embarrassing story on the air, but and it's going to make me sound so prissy, and I swear I'm not. But I did not know. If you were listening yesterday, you 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 heard that I grew up in Europe, so there's there's a different culture over there with. They just start drinking
2: at like twelve over there. Yeah, and it's legal,
3: especially yeah. in Ireland, but. I did not know until college that wine came in a bag. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> and there was a game that they were playing in college. It was like flat not, the bag or something like that. And I was just it's like, it's usually is not this? very you know?
2: good wine. I'll tell you. No, that. it was horrible.
3: <laughs> like I had been introduced to the good stuff early, which I, I came home to my mom. I was like, you guys ruined me because now I'm the weirdo in college. I'm just like, this no. is just so yeah. not how
2: we do things. Uh, there it was wasn't this, it my culture. <laughs> there was a horrific alcohol when I was in college called Mad Dog 2020, it was just disgusting.
3: I do enjoy, uh, damn, damn. I enjoy a glass of wine, because I like to cook, and with dinner, I, I've always, even growing up, we just always had wine with dinner, yeah. and then I do enjoy a cocktail. All
2: right. That, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I'm a, we're, just, we're just getting to know Grace a little bit. That's yeah. all. See, big. things that you can't really talk about on TV, because it's, this. you know, you and I have talked about this. I did TV for a long time, and it drove me crazy because it's all so scripted and all to the second and everything else, and there's very little room. That's why it's so much fun, I think, to watch, like, the guys on TNT do the NBA, because oh, yeah. they're just allowed to be themselves and have a little personality, and that's been embraced on that show, and I think you guys have a little bit of personality. You're allowed to to play outside the lines a little bit, but... Especially when it's I was on TV, you got like, I was doing the five and 10, you got like three and a half minutes and you, you boom, 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 boom. And everything has got to be at exactly the right time because everybody has to know what's coming next so they can put up the right graphics and the right video and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore.
3: Yeah. And you have everybody in your ear constantly. It's, it's a mess.
2: <laughs> yeah. And what is it about, and, and I, you're probably, you probably have great ones. Like I've worked with a lot of really cool guys that were producers, but when they're working as a producer or a director behind the glass, like it, it, something happens to their personalities. They become—I <laughs> don't know what it is. They yell, they scream, <laughs> they throw things. Have you had that experience?
3: Uh, not, thankfully, not so much. But I, I will say it is—it it, it is so crucial to have a, a good person in your ear, especially. And sometimes it's as simple as. The tone in which they talk to you, because if you have somebody right. yelling in your ear, sometimes they talk to me when I'm in mid sentence, and I've had some producers where I'm in mid thought and they're like yelling in my ear about move to this or look at look and here, and what I'm like, yo, about. yeah, that's time, what I'm in about. time in place, time in
2: place. That's what I'm talking.
3: Let's be about. subtle with this.
2: Uh, but it's all good. So anyway, um, now we know a little bit more about Grace, and I think that's a good thing. That's what we do in radio—you get to know us a little bit. All of our, all of our, uh, you know, imperfections and everything else—that's what makes radio great. We embrace that here. We embrace that here. And I, as near as I can tell, Anthony and I can't really find any Grace Grill imperfections, can we, Anthony? Uh, yeah,
1: no. We've been trying to search it out all yeah, week. I keep and searching. We they're there. there.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, because. You know, when we do find it, we'll drill down. Just so you know, that's how it works here. Oh, yeah,
1: just—I mean, just take Willie P for example. Like, just don't don't give us any sort of in because if we if we find it, it's 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 gonna get rough. Well, so that I'm usually just,
3: means if you're searching, that usually means somebody is pretty high up on the perfection tier, right? Because you have to search.
2: But it's also it's one of those things that if nobody ever busts on you, they've given up on you. They don't care about you.
3: That's right. If the coach stops yelling at you, that's when you have to worry.
2: It's over with. Nobody wants to address you or make you a part of what they're doing. The thing about Willie that I need to that I always remind him is that uh, the guys in the morning are talking about you because they like you and they want you to be involved in the show. Is that fair, Anthony? Yeah. yeah. Oh come on. Word. Yeah. No, that's true.
3: He's got. We gotta. We gotta give a wardrobe update since we've done that pretty much every. every oh, day. what is going on? The U- yeah. UNC. UNC sweatshirt with the Mets hat and i'm a yankees fan so i don't really care for that hat,
2: wait till but. you see uh fitty has a, and I i don't know if uh if anthony has one either but josh has a pretty cool but a mets backpack that's probably more appropriate for a 17 year old but it looks good on him oh my God. what about you anthony you got one
1: okay. uh i do not and again i i i, I hate to be the guy that's trying to deflow. first of all I do have one now that's very similar to his that's a Tar Heel one but okay. um the ones that you are referring to that both me and him have I have a New York Rangers one that's a little bit bigger um right. those were actually purchased for us by Bernie Bowles, the oh, no kidding. WBT producer so uh okay. we did <laughs> look no, I, I'm not going to say any was, because first you know, of all, I like right. my backpack and I love Bernie. Bernie's one of the coolest dudes out there, one of the nicest dudes. So uh, if you want to, if you want to keep uh, throwing shots, Jeff, you, you keep doing that. You keep doing that.
2: I didn't think I threw a, a big shot, did I? Mm.
3: What makes a backpack fit for a 17 year old? Like what? I feel like a backpack is a, especially with us in sports media. I feel like we always are. It's, loving. Kinda,
1: it's I guess it's kind of small. Is that what you're saying, oh,
3: Jeff? Okay.
2: No, I don't know. I just. It's a fine backpack. Don't get me wrong. Hater. Maybe Hater.
3: That's what I'm hearing. I don't know. I can't remember the last time I bought a backpack. We were a big LL Bean household,
1: so yeah. all but, my backpacks. Are- but here's the thing. This is this is the case that I will make for that. You you guys, women typically carry purses or some sort of like shoulder bag. So like that's true. for men, I guess, because we have to put like our headphones and stuff like that in that backpack, our laptops. So
3: oh, you're not going to have so. like a man bag? You're not about I that? I was going to say,
2: would Anthony go Tactical. for a man bag? A if it really looks, nice if it looks bag. good
1: enough. So the, uh, th- the I would take the one from friends that Joey wears in the one episode. That's pretty solid, there right? You Are you a friends okay. person or not?
3: I've seen the show, uh, that, but I, I can't, I can't.
2: you probably didn't see a lot of stuff growing up in Europe right you probably lost you probably missed a lot of TV shows growing up in Europe
3: oh yeah the our Charlotte sports live crew I'm also one of the youngest on our crew so there's a little bit of a age gap there but every time they'll reference something in like pop culture not exactly great at just because I missed such a huge (laughs) chunk of that growing up over here like and they get what was
2: the music scene like in Europe when you were growing up like who who was big for you when you were a teenager
3: um well we got some stuff but it had like over over in europe it it had to be they had to be at the top over here in america right to make it over there so like we had so we had britney spears i was a big jesse mccartney girl um and Sync. we had all that um they actually had a really they had (laughs) in ireland they had their version like the irish version of of the Backstreet Boys. Like, it was like the Irish boy band. They were called Westlife. They were, they're yeah. actually really good. Like, I still have a couple songs of theirs. Did you go
2: to them. any of those concerts or anything?
3: No, I didn't really go to, I didn't no. go to concerts no. over there. My first ever concert was Shania Twain. And I was like five or six is before we moved to Europe. Hershey Park Stadium had to have been like around 2000.
2: All right. That's good stuff. What was your first concert, Flounder?
1: Ah, uh, I believe that one was Jason you know, Aldean. You to think about it. I it I'm trying Nobody to remember if it was concert? Jason. I know it should have been. Uh, yeah, it was Jason Aldean. Uh, Chris Young was the one who opened for him. This is how you know it's been it's been a few years. Chris Young was the one that came out right before him, and before him was Kane Brown, who is Which Kane Brown now headlines. Uh, Chris Young could headline I think he's a severely underrated country artist And uh, of course Jason Aldean And we won the tickets, believe it or not Jeff We won the tickets at a WFNZ trivia night When we Hit were out. in broadcasting school Yeah, we used to go uh, Us nice. and our team was me, Fitty, and Mark from Gastonia As you would predict Me and Fitty <laughs> did most of the heavy lifting And Mark said, yeah, we won And then, yeah But uh ton of fun, ton of fun
2: That's good stuff. I just went full circle. My first concert ever was the Steve Miller Band.
1: Oh, man. I love the Steve Miller
2: Band. Just recently went and saw the Eagles, and because of an illness to uh, the opening act, Steve Miller filled in. So I got to see Steve Miller and the Eagles again just, uh, what, about a couple months ago? Oh, man. Wow. uh,
3: They're bringing some good... bringing some good shows here to Charlotte. Is, but I thought the one was canceled. Is Aerosmith still coming or was that canceled? Ooh,
2: I don't know. I, don't know I love I Aerosmith. I didn't hear that it was canceled. But maybe. Oh, yeah? Big Steven some, Tyler.
3: Yeah, man. something... I thought he... He canceled his specific tour or something. I thought I saw something. Maybe not. I could be totally wrong. So
2: we'll have to check on that during the break. All right. Coming up in a moment, we will get to some football. Talk about things that happened with the uh, Panthers yesterday. More info from Thomas Davis on the development of Bryce Young, getting ready for the Jacksonville Jaguars. We know a little bit more about Grace, which is always good. And uh, Flounder, we know a little bit more about you and and Fiddy and Mark hanging out from when you guys were just wee pups. I had no idea. I had no idea. All right. It's all straight ahead as we continue on Sports Radio 92.7. This is WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning
1: their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery
0: bun, unmatched pickle-to-chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McKrispy, only at McDonald's ba da ba 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 life is so much more than a diagnosis it's about sharing time with those you love hanging with friends who lift you up and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy all hits no skips learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between.
2: Good morning! Grace Grill, I'm Jeff Rickard, and for uh, Mac and Bone this week, they'll be back on Tuesday. They're enjoying some downtime. Mac basically just drinking his vacation away with his mom, and his, his daughter was standing right there. She might get a taste of a pale ale, too. Who knows?
1: Well, he okay, he said in the video that's not going to happen. First of all, okay. Caitlin is 11, uh, so I think a little bit more time uh, until she gets there. Uh, I will say this, just to get my guys back here. It's not the entire time, Jeff. It's just the <laughs> evening time, okay? During the day, productive stuff gets done. Well, that might be giving him too what much credit, Mac too. What has Mac done
2: during but, his vacation that's been productive? Honestly. I
1: don't know. He's hanging out with his family. I uh, love
2: Mac. I don't know. Well, he's hanging. That's always good. Uh, Grace, you got to hang out with your family a couple of weeks ago, but had to uh, m- miss time with them over the holiday, correct?
1: Yeah, I got to go up for oh, Thanksgiving, what which Dad,
2: is... What did, what did, what did, come on, Jeff. <laughs> no, i just... She got to good. spend time with her family. Here's the thing as you get older. It doesn't really matter... Whether you spend time with your family on Christmas or the week before or the week after, just as long as you spend time with them. Oh, okay. All right.
3: Yeah, I'm that was, I'm a big day. I'm a big family person. My family yeah. is super close. But uh Yeah, I was down here for Christmas. The whole debacle was I my mom was well, her presents need to get there. You need to have something to open on Christmas. And here I thought I got the box, but there were two boxes and I got the little box and she's like, Well, where's the other box? And the big box of Christmas stuff was just delivered back to my parents' house. So she's all in. A, oh no. Oh, got returned? What yeah, was the problem with it, it? it? Yeah. So one, but she sent both the boxes out at the same time and one got to me and the other one didn't. So we're just kind of like, what happened? I wonder what happened. Yeah. So That's that was the big Christmas debacle, but it was good. I FaceTime them in the morning and all right. then went into work. Right. But yeah. All right. Cause uh, I'm from where Max got, from, from PA.
2: There you go. We got some stuff coming in uh, for, for both of you here. 704-796 on the uh, WFNZ text line brought to you by the Carolina Men's Clinic. It says, every time Jeff uses a first name, I have to stop and think who he's talking about. Anthony who? Josh what? What is Travis? <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a good point.
2: Travis is Bone. Anthony is Flounder. Josh is Fitty.
1: I got to be honest. I barely know my own name at this point whenever I'm in here because, yeah, it's it's Flound, Flounder. Floundy there's so many different variants. I
3: just can't mom, call you
2: that. No. Does your mom scream flounder when she's mad at you? Absolutely not. Okay.
3: What's the middle name? You have a really Italian name. Oh yeah. What's the middle name?
1: Rosario. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Super Italian.
2: Did she ever did she ever drop Anthony Rosario? You get in here right now?
1: Uh yes. Yes. That has been dropped before. Um by my mother, yes.
2: Alright. Grace? Yes. Ooh. What's 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 your mom? Yeah, you know, when you were a kid and got in trouble, which you probably never got. in I trouble. I
3: never got in trouble, trouble. like never.
2: Oh, I'm did kidding. you ever get in trouble for anything?
3: When you my mom never yelled at me. It was always my dad. My dad was the one that took me to task <laughs> on things because I am the spitting image of him.
2: And so, what would he what would he say? You're not giving it up, are you?
3: No, he he was never a big like middle name. It was just the tone. Like it was just okay. it was usually one word and a look and it was it, yeah we, he he meant business it was just okay
2: that's that's my dad too my dad it was the look yeah and it you, was, you just you knew and it wasn't even was
3: anger it. it was just disappointment
2: <laughs> which is worse than it's the worst the yes uh jason from roanoke uh, lets you know grace that aerosmith tour was canceled due to steven tyler vocal injury mm-hmm.
1: That's right. That's so that's sad. Not is it canceled or is it postponed? I'm seeing a lot of postponed. Thank you for that update.
2: Okay. Well, postponed, canceled. We'll find out. We'll get a definitive on that. Hornets Ron says, that's crazy. He's headed to Hershey Park right now to ride the new Wildcat's Revenge. Is the park open? Apparently.
1: Yeah, you might be you might be sitting there for I a while. I don't know if the
3: park is open right now.
1: Boy, this is, is, but
3: I am so happy that you are going to... You got to go to Chocolate World, ride the free ride. You get a piece of chocolate at the end of it. What? It's a Hershey staple. Yes, we just place on Earth. Oh, my God. Hershey, Pennsylvania.
2: Uh, used go to see have a Bears uh, game. You used to have a Hershey rep that would always bring us candy all the time. Yeah. And we'd put him on the radio. Yeah, you can come in. It's
3: a great spot. But apparently they, like, they made a... Uh, they have like a, a main street there now outside the park. I have not been back to the park in a couple years, so I've only seen pictures of it. But they they try to make it more a little bit like Disney, I guess. So there's like shops and and stores and coffee I've spots. I've been a there lot now.
2: of this, Grace. People want to know if you're single. <laughs> <laughs> you're oh you don't do I, I, I gotta you be don't honest. You have to say
1: anything. I can't believe you read that one, Jeff. Wow. This is why Here I don't have to
3: the text. Wow. Technology.
2: You don't have you. You are under no obligation to answer for anybody. I've just seen it enough over the last couple of days. I just thought I'd throw. Right,
3: it. I'm just, a busy let's, person.
2: Let's just She's move a on. Busy person, you can go on, but uh, I, there are no secrets on this radio station. You know this flounder.
1: Uh, I okay. So here's here's the thing. You guys want to find out if Grace is single? I will tell you. I am single. How about that? There you go. There you go. So there you go. That's what you get, folks.
2: <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit of sports and what's going on. I mean, it is the last. Last day of the year. And we're coming perilously close to no more NFL football in Charlotte, Grace. That's unfortunate, but that's the way it's going to be this year. Um, Bryce Young coming off clearly his best half, if not best game, of his rookie season. And it comes on the heels of the game before that, leading a 90-play drive for a game-winning field goal. So I think if you're a Bryce fan, and, and most people around here are, and they're certainly rooting for him in the Panthers... You got to be pretty happy with what you've seen in the last 10 15 days from him, haven't you?
3: Absolutely. I think this was something that needed to be shown because I think I think the the fan base needed to to see that kind of development because it's been preached all season and you just you aren't seeing that and then it became then you know, when things aren't going well, it's always the negative narrative that flies out there like oh well he doesn't have any receivers in his o-line and it was all pro- protecting bryce where i think you did see his receivers make play and you and and you did see the o-line kind of step up a little bit and i think this is the first game where it was like he was he was on he was on target he was he you heard chris Tabor talk about it afterwards he had complete control of that offense and i think that was the first time where we really that that last drive in atlanta and then the second half of and even the first half, I thought he looked the most in control. Just things weren't clicking. And then I think in the second half, it kind of started, they got in a rhythm and it started clicking with everybody. And it was good to see. I think they need to be consistent with it now. Like, you don't, that can't just be a one-off. Like, let's see them finish out the season strong like that.
2: The other thing I found interesting yesterday is Brian Burns said that it looks like Bryce is having fun the last couple of weeks. Well, Yeah, you know Tommy
3: what? Tremble had comments about that too, of just the, the trust Maybe. that he felt was there with... um with him and Bryce and all the receivers, the way he was spreading around the ball, like he, he said that they were having fun. And I don't think you've seen this team have fun. And it should be fun. Like you get to play, you get to play football, which is, I think what every most young boys dream about, right?
2: No, playing it, look, pro sports. Playing pro sports True. is never a bad thing. You're supposed to go. It should be fun. I used, to, I used to ask that question to even veterans. Sometimes I'd be like, man, is this still fun for you? And sometimes the answer would surprise me it'd be like eh, you know I enjoy what I'm doing but I I do I, it gets to be a job sometimes for some people I think that's sad when it gets to that point
3: I think that's when you know it might be time to
1: well, unless you're like Nikola Jokic, like he is just one of the oddest dudes maybe on planet Earth. Like the dude, literally, it looks like he hates to be there. He he said it. He said it last year during the was it during the no, finals run or was it, it after post game
3: presser of the finals where he, he was, was like, just so like, see, "I'm ready to go see, see my horses."
2: Night? Did you see what he did last night? I did not you, see this. You cannot perform to the level that he performs at if you don't like what you're doing. I think when he's in the moment. It's fine. I think he's one of those guys that doesn't have any use for all the outside stuff that goes with it. I think when he's on the court and with his guys, everything is fine. I don't think he wants anything to do with the media. I don't think he wants to do interviews. I don't think he wants to do appearances. He understands that goes with the territory. But I think when he's in the moment, last night he became only the second player in NBA history. To have a triple double where he was at least 25 points and perfect from both the field and the free throw line, Grace. Mm.
3: So I would call this suffering for the cause, right? Because I, I feel like if he, it, it's one of those things where you're you're good at something even though you might not enjoy it, and I can totally relate to that. So I I ran track. I didn't I didn't want to run track. I was not a runner. I played basketball, and running for basketball is a lot different than running for track because you're, you're in a game and you're not really thinking about running. You're just exactly. What you're and I am the furthest thing from somebody who enjoys to run. And we, I was recruited to play, to run track for, for my school. And, um, they were like, they recruited all the, like the basketball players. And because our boys, team I guess our boys team was really good, but for, to qualify for a certain event, your girls team had to qualify too. So they tried to recruit all like other athletes. And, um, they're like, "Well, you guys can just run sprints, it's fine." So I'm thinking, "All right, 50, 100, we can do that." Everybody else gets those. I get the 400, Ooh. which to me is distance, right? <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my gosh."
2: So, <laughs> that's the worst event in all of track.
3: It's the worst. And because so, you
2: literally have to sprint for almost depending on how good you are, anywhere between 45 seconds and a minute, right? Yeah,
3: so my first meet, I win by a mile. Like it's that's a bad reference because it's only 400. But you get it anyway. So I, I win, and I'm like, okay. So, the second week I win again. Third week I win. So I am like, dominating, at this point, and I fight my coach on Keep everything. I bragging. hate. No, I hated this. Like, and I'd get nervous because, like, with in basketball, like. You can control the clock, right? If you get down, I, I can control a game. There's there's rhythm to it. Where this is like, you get one shot. The gun going off freaked me out. It was just like you get one <laughs> shot, go.
1: That's why you ran so fast.
3: Exactly, that's probably it. And then it became a thing where I just I didn't want to lose. I'm like, well, I'm good at this, and now it's like a, it, pride is on the line. And I I think I went I went undefeated the whole season until like that final meet that we had to qualify for, and I lost to a state championship runner by like. A second. I was like, okay, I'll take wow. that L. All right, we found her one strong. flaw. There you go. There we go. Finally. But her I flaw. can understand of hating something, and then you do it for the cause, because it's like, well, I, well I'm good at this, and it's your pride sets in. I think that's Jokic.
2: No. He's obviously very good at it. Unlike, and look, and if you're wondering why I'm not talking about the Hornets right now, it's <laughs> they've lost nine in a row. It's the second longest losing streak, I think, in franchise history. Well,
3: shout out to the and Pistons have, for, for carrying the,
2: the, the, the worst. I was going to say... Well, Yeah, because the Pistons lost their 28th in a row last night. And they had a 21-point lead at Boston. And I was thinking, Flounder, we may have to start a show here on WFNZ just called It Could Be Worse. And no matter how bad things are going for the Hornets and the Panthers, we find things that could be worse. Okay. That's a good segment. What do you think? I mean, if it keeps it going in this direction,
1: it could. I mean, here's the thing. In the NFL, I mean, I guess the last couple of weeks – it's gotten better, but it literally can't be worse. The Panthers are the worst team in the NFL. The yeah,
2: but they Hornets haven't lost every
1: single
3: wait, 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 game like other teams have. But we said that yeah. last year, and here yeah. we are. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah. I mean, it could it could be the Detroit Lions from a few years ago. It could be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers from the 70s. It could be worse, Flander. Okay.
1: You going to host that show, Jeff?
2: Uh, I think maybe Grace is right. Maybe it's a segment every once in a while. It could be worse. And, and, you know, Steve Clifford keeps talking about the fact that they're they're shorthanded, and yes, they are. They don't have ball, and I know that uh, uh, Mark was out last night. I mean, everybody's missing time. Hayward's out again. Williams, as I mentioned, Mark Williams is out. Uh, so they're missing key players, and it's tough to go on the road. And this a brutal West Coast swing where they end up playing the Lakers. And, by the way, do you know the Lakers going into last night, Grace, were 2-6 and six heading into that game since they won the in-season tournament?
3: So what does that say about what the in-season tournament means?
2: <laughs> I think it says that at the as at 39 and the oldest player, I think he did 17 and 11 last night against the Hornets, LeBron still can play, and I think he only dials it up when it's time to dial it up, is I think what it means.
3: I, I, is it crazy to argue that that's kind of been his career?
2: Oh, <laughs> man. A lot of, lot of, no, she's not wrong. I mean, he's the guy that has didn't invent it, certainly the Spurs probably made a lot of headlines remember when uh, Greg Popovich used to sit his big three down for big games toward the end of the season going into the playoffs for load management and you know LeBron just took it to an art form
3: I hate that I hate that for the sport I hate that for the game I think Kobe Bryant had the best um, quote about that of I, I think his wife told the story after he he had, had passed away where he was just like well he, he wouldn't be one hundred percent, and he said, "Well, why do you why do you play? Like, why don't you just sit and feed into that load management stuff?" And he goes, "Because it might some kid might be seeing me yep. play for the first time, and I just I love that quote because that's the kind of that, perspective that you hope a lot of people have. You're playing and that's the game. what Jordan used to say. Yep.
2: I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. They're playing the game. What? Just because. yeah, you're playing the game. Yeah, playing. It's, yeah,
3: it's it's enter, it's entertainment, but like he understood of perspective, he could be able to keep that perspective of still being that little kid going to watch their favorite player play. Imagine if you're like a parent that had saved up, because it's expensive to take your, your family to, to any sporting event these days, but you saved up and you take them to an event and then their favorite player's not even playing.
2: Oh, like, I've seen little kids in tears. That drives
3: before. me nuts.
2: I've seen the Cavaliers, when he was playing with the Cleveland Cavaliers, I saw him come to a, a town where people would Purchase tickets at the very beginning of the season and it was the only time that a father and their kids could go and i've seen they always announce it like 90 minutes before that afternoon that they're not going to be playing tonight for load yeah. management and i've seen a 10 year old cry over it because they've been looking forward to it for weeks he doesn't care
3: do you he remember it was that. a? I think it was a kentucky game and it was that that father that had had come from he works in the coal mines or whatever did you did you see that no, I'm I think it was a yeah, Kentucky I, I basketball remember. game and it was a father and everybody was mm-hmm. looking at him weird because he was, he came, he was working in the Straight coal mines all day and he was dirty in his work boots and his jeans and, but he had promised to take his son to the game and John Calipari had caught word of like what went on and like invited both of them back into the suite. And I was just like, that is why we love sports because that's it just, outstanding. it is, it was, it was awesome. I said, that's what makes me believe that they are still good
2: people. There's this also world. this theory and I, I tend to buy into it a little bit. I don't know for a fact, that that Michael Jordan just doesn't like today's NBA. And he's not fond of the players and load management and all that stuff. And that it's just such a completely different game. And it's removed from the one that he played that I, guess, it is. I don't think he has the patience for it anymore.
3: Yeah, I agree. I like I don't particularly love the NBA as much as I used to anymore. And I do like basketball and watch sports. Like I am one of those people who is invested in it. And it's it just doesn't hit the same for me as it did even in high school, and it wasn't even like I used to on NBA TV. They used to have the hardwood classics that ran because my dad. I mean, I grew up hearing stories of my dad watching Michael Jordan and how Magic Johnson was just like the most elite point guard ever, and and Larry Bird and all these guys. And I never got to watch them play. So every now and then they'd have um, like the hardwood classic games on, and I got to see a glimpse of that. And then in that the one of my favorite documentaries is the the 1992 Dream Team documentary where you kind of got to see their personalities a little bit and just see how they played and, and their relationships with each other. And I'm just like, I just don't feel like the game is like that anymore.
2: Uh, there are times that it is like, uh, you know, I high level basketball in the postseason, when everybody shows up and they play defense and they, you know, you can tell that they really want to win. But I also say this, when I go to a Hornets game, uh, it might not be a particularly attractive matchup like on a Tuesday or Wednesday night. But I'll be honest with you. Once I'm there and the game starts, I enjoy watching the game still. And I enjoy watching the skill that the guys have.
3: Yeah, I do too. There's I do. I enjoy going out to the Hornets games. Yeah. I went. To, I, I was out to the home opener.
2: It. What's that? I think it's all the stuff around it. But once I get there and the game starts, I don't mind it.
3: I think for me personally, and, and I'm sure others probably don't care or feel the same, but for me it's the the guys, the individual guys on the court, it seems very much about them. And I don't know, it it just rubs me the wrong way. It's like, why do I want to go watch these guys compete? Like back in the day, you used to like to make, to make the reference, like people wanted to go watch Kobe. Now I know Kobe had his, his issues off the court too, but I think he turned it around later in life, but people wanted to go support guys that they believed in, not just for the basketball team, because you have to think when you're, when you're a sports fan and you're a sports fan of the team, people identify with that team. Like the, the team and the p- people playing on the team take on the persona of the city you're in, right? Like I'm a, i am grew up a Yankees fan. I wanted to go see my favorite player is Mariano Rivera outside of Jeter. It's Mariano Rivera. Like you wanted to go see him play because you liked him and you felt he was a good representation of your team, of your city. And that's what makes sports town so great. And I feel like we're slowly getting away from that. And I think free agency does have a have an impact of that for sure, because guys don't stay in the same cities anymore. So people don't even have time to, you know, identify with them.
2: Yeah, I think there's a lot to that. Uh, We'll talk more about that. Also, get back to Bryce getting ready for the Jacksonville Jaguars, whether or not they have Trevor Lawrence, the former Clemson star remains to be seen. We've got that. We'll get some more text line uh, going on here and we'll find out what really happened from the source from Jair Alexander. Who's been suspended because oh, he anointed himself a captain for a coin toss in Charlotte last week. Uh, we'll do it all as we continue on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred
1: and get your hands on a McCrispy, Crispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun,
0: unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say... They're not new to chicken, they're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
2: Welcome to a special edition of Charlotte Sports Today. Mac and Bone will be back on Tuesday. They are out on vacation. Somebody wanted to know on the uh, WFNC text line presented by the Carolina Men's Clinic if Mac was going to be calling in. Uh, No, he's not going to be calling in. He's on vacation, Grace. We're leaving him alone. We're letting him sleep off the IPL from the, the night before.
3: That sounds like somebody who really misses the sound of his voice. That is so endearing.
2: I love Mac. What's better than Mac and Bone in the morning? Come on.
3: I do. I I can't get up that early to, to listen to their whole show, but I usually catch the end of it and they're fantastic.
2: Uh, and the thing about Mac is he comes out on fire. I listen every morning, six o'clock, he is boom, out of the gate. There's no like slowly waking up. I don't up. Like, know, how he, he I don't know, don't know how he does it. He is ready to We don't
1: know either. We're here. We have no idea.
3: Like this morning was a little, because it was, it was so cold this morning and I got up and It was early and it was cold. And I was like, oh, Grace, we are not operating at a a high level this morning, but we're going to (laughs) try.
2: So we partner up with the Wells Fargo Golf Tournament every year. And one of the things we do is we we broadcast live that week from the golf course. MAC was essentially, I, I think the morning show has been banned from being anywhere near the practice green moving forward
3: uh, i feel like their show takes a little different tone than the pga
2: well i think you know <laughs> the problem was when you get out to the second tee you can still hear mac doing the show oh my gosh that's funny there's there's no there's no filter or toning it down they're great Mac at is mac
3: training camp it's great they bring the energy at training camp early in the morning
2: but even there you notice they put him up on homer hill way up above everything and, and out of range
3: disrespectful
2: and at one point they put him back into like a gymnasium off the side. <laughs> oh my gosh. The people love the people love them. They are men they of are the, the people. Is, they are men of the people, there's no question about that and I love them and I wouldn't want any other morning show. But uh, they're on vacation this week and I know that Mabel's making a big comeback. She's eating all kinds of uh, fried fast food now, back to normal, I guess. So, there you go. What does he feed her on a regular basis? Does he is it just like Taco Bell or or fried chicken every night? How's that work? She actually prefers Moe's, I hear. Uh I thought she was a Chick-fil-A girl,
1: too. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, she's yeah. uh a little bit of fine dining sprinkled in, apparently uh very high on the uh Chili's chicken tenders, but
3: <laughs> I don't think I know what what type of dog is she?
2: She's Ooh. just a rescue mutt. I Yeah, I don't, I okay. don't remember. He, he rescued her a little bit later on in her life, and uh, they just bonded immediately, and they are inseparable now. Aww. Pretty cool. It's a cool, cool story. But she's got her own Twitter feed. You can follow her.
3: <laughs> I didn't know yes. that. I'm going to have to check yeah. that out.
1: By the way, uh, the guy who I referenced earlier, Mark from Yassoni, I hate to break it to you, uh, Grace. It is not actually Mabel that is sending the tweets. Mark believes that the dog is actually sending the tweets, so...
2: Why wouldn't the dogs be the one that sends it to? It's her Twitter account. Come on. Okay.
1: Hate to break that third wall for you, there, Jeff.
2: You gonna give up uh, Christmas magic now, too? No. What All are you right. talking about? All right, just checking. Just checking. Uh, Grace, you are beloved already on the WFNZ Carolina Men's Clinic text line. People are digging Grace. Sedona Jim says you need your own show. You're incredible. Oh, geez. Panther that's- Bosa's great points from Grace on the NBA. That's why I enjoy my college basketball more. They yes. play hard for each other every second.
3: That's why I like college. At- that's why I'm so mad that they're trying to ruin college athletics because you're 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 just playing for something bigger than yourself. And I'm not knocking the pro sports because I think it's awesome. You you earned your right. to. You're that great. You go make your money. You do it at a high level. There's a lot of stuff that comes with it that most people don't have to deal with. But there's something about It's like, like that's why you like Little League. I love Little League because – Why L like these kids aren't, like if these kids are making a ton of money, I don't care. I care because it's little kids playing the game that we all love.
2: Fluke Juki says, yes, so true. Everything you're saying. Jack says, Grace is hitting the nail on the head. Players are all about themselves in the NBA. Makes it hard to be a fan of a team when the players aren't invested in the team. Yep. Jamie says, "Hello, Grace, big fan. Truly feel if I were more successful and better culture, that'd be a match made in heaven. That's all. Do you go
3: to Rome and go to the McDonald's? Is that what he's saying? Oh, <laughs> wow. there we go. <laughs> I wow. told so many people about that yesterday.
2: Yeah, but when, wouldn't you be just the slightest bit curious? No, I'm not even curious here. Okay, I just needed to know. That's all. I lo- I do love that you you told
3: that story though. That is I also incredible
2: had two young boys at the time, and you've never had young kids. You do not, when you're out walking all day long, you do not let them get hungry at all, and you need to get food in their belly immediately.
3: See, that's me. I probably, if you look in my bag, I have have snacks. If I forget snacks, like if I'm at Panthers, like if it's my day to go out to practice, and I'm out there live, four, five, and six, if I don't have snacks, I am just, like that's rule number one, always have snacks.
2: Multiply that by two, and it can ruin the entire day if the meltdown takes place when they're young, so believe me.
3: I'm not at that level of. It was it was yet. as
2: much to get them French fries as anything else, and then it's like oh, I'll try that too.
1: By the way, Grace has snacks. Oh, see, that was my biggest concern about when I go out to practice. Is now I know who I if I go out to practice, who I got to go up to and be like, "What you got <laughs> in the purse today?"
2: Yeah, goldfish. I like, yes, I like this one, Flounder. We need to get the uh, the sound effect of you know when when the the heavens open up and the angels sing that kind of oh, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Uh, Bebop from Rock Thrill says she has the voice of an angel, and better insight than half the dudes working for you, Jeff.
1: Oh my God! I couldn't even. <laughs> I, I can't believe that Bebop is actually saying something nice for once on the line. It's stunning.
2: I think, I think whenever we say Grace's name, we should have that little. Uh, oh she's the, just the voice of an angel now. Uh, Complainer in chief. My dad, if May. he's
3: listening, if my dad is tuning in listening, he is That's somewhere. Awesome. Just losing his mind, like, you don't know her like I do.
2: Oh, he's proud of you. Come on. Complainer-in-Chief says, nobody wants to watch a basketball game when if you look at a certain player wrong, the ref calls a foul. The NBA has become soft, and it shows they need to go back to the mid-90s and late-90s rules when it comes to foul calling. This tic-tac foul calling is ridiculous, and I completely am in on that. Like, I, I grew up on the Pistons, Bulls, Lakers of the 80s, Celtics, like... Did you ever see some of the foul? You were not allowed in the playoffs to go in for an easy layup, Grace. You were going down. You gotta earn it. Breakaway, like it would just be a hard bump into you. Now it's you get two free throws and a ball back, and we're gonna call a technical on a guy. We're gonna throw him out in a minute. Like it is soft. It's not as much fun to watch.
3: Some of the I I referenced the if if anybody out there has has seen that the '92 Dream Team documentary, it is a great.
2: Captain Dave wants to know where you can watch that. Do you know? Can great, you
3: uh, I don't know. Isn't that is that ESPN? I think I can't remember who the production who the production was by. It might be ESPN, but it's great. Charles Barkley is like is the star of the show, and he's I mean everyone knows him. He's hilarious. But one of the one of my favorite quotes in that is that they're they're taking the they're taking the team photo, and it's Larry Bird, and it's and it's Magic, and, and Jordan's there, and they're they're trying to like put them all in place to get a good photo and they're moving magic closer to jordan and and magic makes this comment of like oh can't get too close to jordan now or it's a foul like the chirping that was there was just awesome because it just showed how much camaraderie there was
2: that's outstanding stuff and you know i love the fact that they were so popular they had to stay on a like a cruise ship away from they couldn't just stay in a regular hotel they're on a cruise ship did they talk about that at all
3: i don't know if i knew or remember that from that i thought they were in a hotel
2: no, nah, they were in a cruise ship over in Barcelona.
3: I must have missed that in the documentary. That's yeah,
2: crazy. Um, but did they also go into the alleged greatest pickup game of all time, where when Chuck they lost Daly to the college split, kids? No, no, no. Chuck Daly split the two, split the team into two for a scrimmage, the last scrimmage before they left to go to Europe, and they closed the doors. And I think um, trying yeah. to remember who
3: wasn't that the they, one where they lost to the college.
1: Shechef's, kids? Now no, there was another one where the they like split them up uh, down the middle, and it's it's like one of the most competitive games. And Shostevsky
2: had to referee the thing.
1: Oh and yeah, that's the guy you want reffing. Was he yelling at himself? There was,
2: by the way, there was, there was Magic's team and there was Michael's team, and it was on, and they were playing for pride. Yeah, that's what
3: everybody other. wants to see.
2: Would that not be the greatest video to see of all time? Yes,
3: yeah, so there's, there's that's got to be somewhere.
2: Uh, all right, quick time out. We'll come back. Uh, more praise for Grace. I mean, you own the text line now, Grace. I've never seen but Flounder. Have you ever seen more positive comments for any of our hosts ever? Uh, one, she's given Jess time? Char. Jess Charman
1: gets a lot. A lot of people like Jess. She's tough to beat. So, come on, she's got the British accent
3: and everything. You got you guys. I, I, I will say this: you guys her.
1: do not let people off. You both of you guys like to let your opinions fly, which is why I think the listeners respect you guys so much. So, uh, yeah, that would probably be the only person I would uh, say
2: gives her a run. I love it.
3: And there you go. That's why I'm single.
2: <laughs> uh, there, well, then, now you know. All right. Coming up in a moment, uh, more with the wonderful Grace Grill. Uh, classing up the joint, as I've been uh, saying all week long. We'll continue next, and we will talk more about the Panthers and Jags on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ.